welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About. I will be your host for the time in which you are watching or listening to this. Uh, my name's Seb, once again, uh, and as always, joining me is my wonderful co-host, Mr. Elliot. Hello! Oh, hello. Um, well, we're, we're here to to review a bit a bit of a movie today. Um, now, Just a bit of it. Depending on which country you're in, um, it has different names for some reason. I don't know what it was when I saw it, but um, I watched a film called Zootropolis. Yes, because it, it, it's in the UK where where we reside. It's Zootropolis. But do you know why it's different? It's got a different name. No. Okay. Um, I think I can't remember which place. But there is a place in one of the countries literally called Zootrop- no, Zootopia. So the actual film is called Zootopia. But somewhere else, there's a place called Zootopia. So to not have like legal worries, they changed it to Zootropolis. Uh, so this is one of those Avengers Assemble things where it's Avengers everywhere. But in the UK, it's Avengers Assemble for some dumb reason. But yeah, so um, this is a movie I saw... Hmm. Did I see this in the cinema or on DVD? I cannot remember, but I think I've only seen it once. How about you? I've seen this quite a lot. I saw it at the cinema, and I really enjoyed it. And then I got it on Blu-ray, and I saw it again, and then I really enjoyed it. And then I probably down the line saw it again, and now I am seeing it again. Well, not currently. I saw it about three hours ago. So, Yes. Well... Well, there you go. Um, I mean, I... <laughs> Interesting stuff. That's all, folks. Yeah. So I, I went into this. Um, there's a common theme with these movies where I really can't be asked to watch them. Um, but then as soon as I start watching it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is actually good. Uh, and I and I um, I got into the groove and I knew roughly what happens, but it was good that I didn't remember a lot. Um, did you enjoy it this time round? I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was there under a blanket with my dog, watching it, enjoying nice. it, being very happy on a nice day off. Oh, well, I'm happy for you. Um, so Thank you. Not many people are. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, so <laughs> for, the, for those that haven't seen... Um, this movie, I would give it uh, the old Seb recommend. Um, it's pretty funny. It's got some good, like, world building stuff. I, I like these kind of animal version of the universe movies. Um, it opens up, well, it doesn't open up, but when um, Judy Hopps, the bunny cop, goes to Zootropolis, she goes through like half a dozen completely different biomes, and it's like, oh, this would be quite a nice place to live if it was real. Um, so it's worth it just for that, and because Shakira is a gazelle. So that's my recommendation. Yeah, and I, I I recommend it. I think even I think there's this is Easter Egg Central, this film. So if you like Disney movies, or even just classic film franchises, you're going to see a lot of different things pop up. So before we go into spoilers, you get a, a thumbs up from me. You can't see it, but you can imagine it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of references in this. Um, some more obvious than others. Some it's a little bit like, what is this trying to say? Um, so I'll be interested to know what you think uh, when we come across that. But um, I think this also has like a 
TV show spin-off, potentially. Yes, have you seen it? No. No, Zootopia Plus, it's called. In fact, in the UK, I think it's called that as well. Nice. Um, yeah, I think it's like six episodes of like short, yeah, short episodes. Wow. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, six episodes of short episodes. No, um, six short episodes, and it's following like different characters from the actual film doing different things. And if I remember correctly, I think then the last episode kind of links it all together. I think it's been a while since I've seen it, but it's pretty cool. Again, it's one of those ones like I Am Group, where I think you can watch it all in like an hour. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's pretty good. Then. I recommend that. So. I guess we could delve into spoilers then. Um, I mean, just quick comments on the movie. Obviously, we said we quite liked it. Um, what did you think of the voice cast for this one? Yeah, it was good. There was a few... Well, I'm going to be honest. Before going into it, I couldn't name you a single actor that actually voice acted in this. But I looked while it was going on. And yeah, some good ones. J.K. Simmons as the mayor? Mayor Lionheart, yeah. That's the one. Um, or Lion Fart, as someone yeah, calls him later on in the really film, good. and that that made me giggle. Um, you had that guy who's from your favorite TV show, Arrested Development. Jason Bateman as the fox, as the fox. Yeah, I remembered um, him. Yeah, um, I feel like there's someone. Oh, and you've got the guy who, like, with a low voice, he does like a lot of comedies. He's like the police officer, the head honcho, isn't he? Oh, Bogo is um, Idris Elba. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, not the guy I was thinking. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I, I yeah. forgot that, but then as soon as he spoke, I was like, oh, this is Idris Elba. I remember now. Yeah. So pretty solid voice cast. But again, nothing that like, I mean, I don't know. For me, just listening to it, I'd never got any point and got, oh, this is so-and-so coming straight through. So I think... yeah. They've done very well in sort of like portraying a lot of life to these characters without um, sort of like it just being their voice, if that makes sense. Yeah, I was kind of wondering about that because I looked up the voice of the actual main character, Julie Hopps, and um, she's done a few things. She was in like Once Upon a Time. Apparently she was the uh, the wife of Johnny Cash and Walk the Line. But it's like mm-hmm. I you know, didn't recognise the voice. So I wonder if it's better to have voices you don't really recognise because it doesn't then take you out of the film. Whereas, like mm. you hear, like you hear Will Smith in Shark Tale, and that's all you can hear. But I don't know, like with this one, yeah, you hear Jason Bateman, but after a while, you then you don't just hear him; you hear um, Nick the Fox. the Fox. So, yeah, pretty solid. I agree. I agree. Right, should we delve into the actual storyline, though? Yeah. So, what happened in this one then? Is it all about racism? <laughs> Yes, um, my favourite bit was the, uh, I say the favorite oh. bit. I think it's a very strong intro where you get the main character, you know, uh, what's her face, Hops, Judy Hops, yep. um, and her and a few others of her schoolmates are young and they're in a play and they're showing what it was like hundreds of years ago where the predators of the animal world were predators and they were savage and they'd rip each other off. There's a brutal scene where she gets like ripped to pieces and then there's like blood and there's gore oh. and it's ah oh, pain death death and it's fabulous pretty um, good yeah <laughs> so yeah pretty pretty gory for a uh, 
for <laughs> well, I say now, gory, it's, it's all confetti. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, for those who haven't seen the film, it's ketchup and confetti, but it's pretty good. Uh, the parents aren't, aren't amused as maybe she is, but yeah. Yeah. But essentially, the, uh, I mean, probably should have said this pre spoilers, but, you know, because otherwise you've have seen it by now. But obviously, the main storyline is Judy Hopps wants to go to Zootropolis, where predators and prey live peacefully together, and where anyone can be anything. And she wants to be a police officer, something a bunny rabbit has never been before. And that's her dream, to change the world for the good. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's a, what was it, there's like a baby fox wants to be an elephant when he grows up. So, you know, anyone can be anything, but can they? Yeah. But, talking of anything, try everything. Oh, what a way to... Well, the montage. Yeah. So, uh, Shakira is in this for what I'm guessing is her first and only Disney appearance. Probably. As, uh, the, what, what, is, what is she? She's, She's a gazelle called Gazelle. She's a gazelle. That's the one. And her character has this hit bop called Try Everything. And it is, that's a tune. Uh, 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 that, that would be uh, uh. up there. Uh, so, yeah. um, <laughs> if you haven't got the hour and 45 minutes to watch this film spend four minutes of your life listening to that song at the yeah. very least um, so yeah so we have that playing as we're going into uh, Zootropolis for the first time uh, Judy's older now and she's going in and yeah I think there's a lot of this film is like uh, Barbie but with kind of like less obviousness if that's a word yeah with it <laughs> going so like you know how a bunny can call another bunny cute but any other animal can't because then that's offensive yeah so uh, am i right in thinking that <laughs> that's an allegory of the n-word <laughs> i i think it is um but what a comparison that was the first thing that came to my mind um no i think the storyline as a whole of, of this film is like amazing, but I think what really makes it is the constant little bits that kind of like catch like your eye throughout it. Um, but I mean, was there anything before I kind of like go off into those weird and wonderful things? Was there anything in particular that stood out to you in this storyline? Um, I think the the first act of this movie um, was what Captain Marvel wanted to be, where. <laughs> She obviously she goes to cop training, cop training, officer training. I don't know what it is. Um, and so she's doing all the stuff, and it's like all the other like cadets are like big like hippos and bears, and, you know, elephants and stuff. And she's struggling with a lot of the tasks, but she's working really hard. She studies a lot, and because of that, she she does really well. So she's obviously she had to get stronger herself, but she's then thinking outside the box of a lot of these problems, and you see it show up in the rest of the film. Um, it's quite similar to Mulan, where she's maybe not as physically able as some of the other people, but she she thinks a bit more and is therefore able to do just as well, if not better. Whereas, you know, Captain Marvel is, you know, oh, she's been picked off because she's a woman, but now she's got magical powers, so now she's good. So I think this <laughs> this is basically what Captain Marvel wanted to be, showing that people are being picked on for no, no good reason, and she's the best in their class. Um, so that whole stuff was really good. I like where... 
the polar bear trainer keeps like telling her she's failing, and then she goes to the toilet and like falls in. And she goes, "You fell the toilet, fail again." It's like quite good. I liked that. I think this has some of the best character development in Disney movies. Mm-hmm. And I, in my opinion, in my if if I can have an opinion, if I'm allowed an opinion, <laughs> that would be one of them. Um, the other one being is obviously. I think the film itself is a very beautiful film, sort of like graphically. Ooh, very good, yeah. Yes. Um, and I think that really helps like portraying like the emotions of the different characters. I mean, the last two films we watched, I believe, were 101 Dalmatians and Robin Hood. Yeah. Both fantastic films, but like you see the difference sort of like when you fast forward 80 years or 70 years, wherever long it is. Um, yeah, there's lots of nuance with body language and facial expressions and the stuff they can do with the 3D animation. Because I think we said this movie was, what, 2016? So by this point, you know, it's looking really good. And it's that thing of, they're not lifelike bunnies and foxes, but they've got this kind of cartoony, stylized look that works perfectly. And you see the different emotions. Like, Judy is, I don't know if she's naive, but she's very optimistic and then she's like, her parents are a bit old-fashioned in this, the way they talk about foxes and predators. And she's like, you know, I've got, there are rabbits that are bad, you know, there's not just foxes. And, and then she still takes the fox spray with her because, you know, she's still a little bit unsure. And then, like, she falsely thinks things of some people and then, you know, other people. It's just lots of prejudice and things. And, you know, it gets questioned throughout the film and you see when people, their guards is dropped a bit, and you see how how vulnerable they are. It's Yeah, I think it wouldn't have worked if we had the 2D animation of the 1960s. So, yeah. 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 And even in comparing it to films like 10 years before it, things like Chicken Little, <laughs> you know, the, the animation's come a, a long way, so yeah. yeah. I think it was really good. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, there was a couple of like great scenes that I think just kind of like popped up. So she had like a really bad first day of work, so she put on the radio station to cheer herself up, and oh, it's good. just like <laughs> sad song after sad song, you know, like, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm lonely, everybody and hurts, all by myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then just like uh, an, an original, I'm guessing, like I suck, you know, that kind of thing. And I thought that was just fabulous. Um, but no, also like really paid off scenes as well. So one of the, I'd say the second main character, Nick, is that his yeah. name? Something yeah. Fox. Yeah, Nick, Nick the Fox. They meet because he's doing a hustle, and you know it's this whole thing where he tries to get this massive, massive elephant lollipop with a whole thing that he's working with someone else that he then takes elephant lollipop melts it down then goes somewhere really really cold lays out some small like sort of like imprints for smaller lollipops puts sort of like lollipop sticks underneath each one and then pours in the melted sort of like ice lolly into all of them making lots and lots of lots of little lollipops which he then goes to sell for two dollars a piece yeah. and he makes a lot of money there but then he recycles all the lollipop sticks that he's got and he sells them off for timber and he gets money there and she's all like furious at him and tries to charge him for this, this and this. But he's got like an answer for this, this and this. I've got this permit. I've got this license, stuff like that. Yeah. 
which I think is very cool. Um, but then later on, she hustles him. Yes. And like his little sidekick, little elephant wannabe Fennec Fox. <laughs> it's just like, hey, you got hustle. And it's just like, not at all angry, but it's missing out on two days work. He's just like, oh, that's funny. And I appreciated that. Yeah, because it, it's quite an elaborate plan, isn't it? Where he's, you know, flipping this thing. He basically gets the lollipop for free because he's playing on the kindness of Judy. Um, and then, yeah, he's, it's actually all completely legal. Um except for when he gives away how much money he's making. And she goes, ha, ah, that's tax evasion, whatever it is. And you can see his face. He's like, ah, oh, you've got me, damn. Uh, which is really cool. So she's not just naive, dumb bunny. She's actually quite smart. Uh, and they make quite a cool uh, duo, two of them, Judy and Nick. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's quite a cool little act after that. So like the first act is her, like, you know, wanting to be this police officer and failing. But in the second act, is like them joining up on like this detective kind of like thing, <laughs> for yeah. lack of a better phrase, this detective thing. And I thought that was really cool, sort of like going out, sort of finding out what's going on, following these different leads, thinking it's one thing, but finding out it's another. Um, I really liked that whole part of it. Um, and then obviously then like the third act was more, oh, well, we've kind of got, we've kind of solved it but now there's all these issues and she goes off sad and then they team up again like not too long later and then they fix it all and the world's a better place and happy disney ending yeah well because kind of the the plot kind of builds to the point where we find out the mayor actually knows where all the missing animals are they've all been like kind of imprisoned because um the predators have gone savage they've kind of reverted back to how they were thousands of years ago um, and they don't know why, um, and it, and then they kind of realise it's only predators that are doing this. And then once they're all like kind of found, um, the all the media are like, oh, so you know, what does this mean? And you know, Judy goes on about you know, well, thousands of years ago, predators were this, this, this. And then Nick kind of doesn't. He's kind of disappointed in the way she's kind of said that and how she's thinking, but she doesn't really mean it that way. But then yes, then you get all these scenes of like prey not trusting predators anymore. There's the infamous one where the lion, the tiger, sorry, sits down on the train and um, the bunny mother like kind of moves her child away a little bit. And it's like little things like that. It's like, oh, this is obviously a metaphor for race and other things in real life. But it's done it quite subtle in a way that, you know, it's quite interesting. Yeah, unlike Barbie. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But if you want to get our proper thoughts on Barbie, we did do an episode on that two <gasps> episodes yes. ago, I think. So, you know, make that effort. Scroll down a tad bit. You'll find it. I believe in you. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Overall, I, I think it's a fantastic movie. Start to finish. I really love it. If we were to kind of like do our Disney sort of like ranking again now, um, it would easily be in my top 10. P- probably not quite top five, but almost, almost there. Yeah, so I I agree. I think this would rank quite high for me as well. Probably in the top 10 or so. Um, especially of the more modern ones we've seen. Because I don't know, I guess we've seen like Moana. And other stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and Frozen. 
yeah. Canto. I think that's it. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I preferred this to Frozen. I'll have to think about the other ones. Depends what you call modern as well, because obviously we've seen like Chicken Little and Meet the Robinsons. Yeah. Which compared to a lot of the films we've seen is modern. But True. Yeah. Um, but no, there's a few standout scenes for me. Um, so we talked about the intro. Um, I-, I think the whole sloth scene. Yeah, the DMV. The DBLA, DMV even. <laughs> there you go. I'm going really British. Yeah. Um, is like painful to watch. Mm. In fact, there's a uh, one of the episodes in the Zootopia Plus series is literally a girl really wants to go to the uh, into the Shakira concert, but obviously it's not Shakira; it's for whatever you want to call Gazelle. it, um, Gazelle. And uh, she's trying to get off work. It's like as soon as like this one couple finish their date, you know, she can go. She's like, oh, okay. I hope these people are quick. And it ends up being the two sloths. But fun fact for you, the, uh, in the actual film itself, the female sloth who Flash starts telling the joke to is... Um, do you know whose voice, who voices her? No. It's um, Kristen Bell. Ah. So this is only like... This is two films after Frozen. So we wanted to go for something the opposite of who Kristen Bell plays in Frozen, who's like, you know, talks really quick and is really excited. Yeah. Instead, this one's like really toned down and slow. Which I find funny. Because who was the voice of Flash? Because it sounded a bit like, um, what's his name? Zach Braff. I don't know, but I will look because I'm currently on IMDb. Uh, so am I. Flash. Uh, it, Raymond S. Percy. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. I think he's done a few. He's also in like Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, he's uh. also one of the directors of The Simpsons. Oh. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of animated stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And yeah, there was lots of other Easter eggs. So you had uh, the other Frozen reference when you've got the sergeant uh, who's called uh, the bunny into his office and it's just like telling her off saying, you know, you can't just sing a song and then everything just magically works out for you. You've just got to let it go. Uh, oh, I missed that. That's funny. funny. That's How did I off... miss that? <laughs> that's, co- <laughs> that's coming off the whole let it go thing that uh, obviously was happening at that time. Um, you had the rip-off Disney DVDs. Yes. Um, Meowana. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, quite a few of those. You also had uh, the Breaking Bad reference, which I'd never heard before. I don't know if you picked up on it. No. When uh, in the scene where um, the, the Judy and Nick have have found the train that's like they're doing all like the, the drug experimenting on the uh, the ram that's like doing it all says, "Oh, uh, Walter and Jesse have come back with the coffees." Oh, that's good. <laughs> so <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> And obviously, like, the really obvious one was, like, reference to the Godfather. Yeah. When it came to, like, the mice. Um, you have, like, massive polar bear <laughs> bodyguards. <laughs> well, uh, I thought it was... Because yeah. it was interesting that, like, yeah, all the polar bears were the... Um, were, like, the mafia kind of guards or bodyguards and stuff. I was kind of thinking, I think, is that probably because polar bears are the largest predator mammal on the planet? But I don't know. Yeah, the Godfather reference was quite fun. I liked the world where there's like 
there's the doors for the giraffes to get through, and then there's like mm. ones for like beavers, and then there's like tiny little doors for like little gerbils and hamsters, and how they all have like their own little city with all the little buildings and stuff. I thought that was really cool. That was cool. Um, right, was there anything else when it came to this film you wanted to talk about? Well, there was one thing where when you see this for the first time, you probably don't see it coming. But then on the rewatch, you're looking out for it. And that, of course, is the villain of the film. Whose name I've forgotten. Uh, sheep. Yeah. Oh, it's... um. Because he... Hang on. The lion calls it, like, smell something. Bellwether. Bellwether. He calls it smellwether, which is pretty funny. Hmm. So, yeah, she's a twist villain. Who knew? Because she acts so nice throughout the whole film, and then she just turns out to be evil. Which is also funny, because, like, on a rewatch, unlike other films, you kind of, like, see it coming. This one was just, like, really out of the blue. It's just like, oh. Well, kind of, like, a little bit, kind of, like, make a little bit of sense, but... Yeah. To the... Yeah. It's one of those where a good twist villain is a genuine shock, but the pieces are there where you could maybe deduce it, but especially on the second watch. Whereas, yeah, this one is a bit like um, Frozen, where Disney went through its mm. twist villain phase. There was Frozen, there was this, and there was um, uh, Big Hero 6. And it's like, oh, they were evil. I had no idea. And how was I supposed to know that? Um, so I know that's been criticised, but I think other than that, you know, it's not really, not really much wrong with this movie. No. I was like, there was another uh, Easter egg I, I forgot to mention. Oh. So again, there's a Frozen one. Is in Frozen, you've got uh, the Duke of Wesselton. Yes. But they, <laughs> but they often call it Weaseltown. Mm. Like, Wesselton! Duke of Wesselton! <laughs> Which I find funny. And in this one, you had um, the uh, the Weasel, who was literally called Duke uh, Weaselton. Yeah. And then Judy calls him Wesselton. And he's just like, no, it's the opposite. It's Weaselton. Huh? So it's, you know. Also, what I find amusing more than anything else is that the design for Nick was heavily based off uh, Robin Hood, like for Fox and Robin Hood, uh. which is funny because that was literally the last film we watched. Whoa. So, well, I Robin Hood walked so Zootropolis could run. So, exactly. <laughs> um, we've also got a list of those pirate DVDs here. You've got Pig Hero Six, Wrangled, um, Wreck It Rhino, <laughs> Meow Wanna. Floats and two, so yeah, yeah, pretty, some of those are better than others. <laughs> pretty good. Oh, yeah, and when she's traveling there, she's listening to her MP3, like her iPod Classic. Yes, it's got all the different band names like Fur Fighters and Guns and Rodents and Katy Perry and the Beagles. That's I, I meant to, Hyena Gomez, uh, yeah, because I saw that. I meant to pause it to kind of read that I kind of forgot, but I was hoping you'd have the list on there, so and, and I did. I did. I also did find the whole nudist scene quite amusing. Um, <laughs> yes. Because we at no point, well, I didn't really think like, oh, these animals have clothes on. For some odd reason, it just made sense from the get-go. Mm. And then like, obviously these ones didn't have clothes on and it was like a big shock to them. And I was like, is it? And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. She's like The horrified. poses they were doing. <laughs> it's just so much squatting. Amazing stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> the legs are going at angles I just didn't expect. Mm. Um, but yeah, overall for me, fantastic film on its own, but with lots of little bits that, with every every 
rewatch. It kind of like spe- gets. I can't speak. It gets better <laughs> because you're like finding all these little Easter eggs and other things just to like yeah. put cherries on top. Yeah. Um. So I'd I'd recommend it, and I'd recommend the series as well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this is Disney doing what it does best, where this is obviously works for kids, bright colors, big cute bunnies, and everything, and funny action, but. It works great for adults because of all those references and jokes and things in there. So yeah, this is like when Disney is firing all, all cylinders, you get this kind of thing. So very good. Right, should we find out what we are watching next? <gasps> Go on then. I'm spinning the wheel, Ooh. and let's find out. God, I made my dog jump. It's like, what is that? <laughs> oh, Timmy. Uh, it's going to be an older film. It's going to be... The Sword in the Stone. Oh! Yeah, I think it's like, like number 15, I think, of the uh, of the Disney classics. Yeah. Something like that. Have you seen The Sword in the Stone before? I think so. I've definitely seen scenes from it. <laughs> so, yeah. You've seen scenes? I have. Insane. I used to love this film growing up, uh, but I haven't seen it in a little while. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the rewatch of that. Yeah. So that could be next episode. It could be one after. We're going a little crazy at the moment. We're not really planning things. No. Because we're cool. Yeah, we're doing things so like differently that. to usually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because we definitely plan. Well, every now and then we get like a thing where we plan like the next sort of like five or six episodes. Yeah. It's very rare. But it does happen. It does happen. But it's not happening now. Uh, <laughs> we did, and now it's ended. It ended with Robin Hood, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I suppose there's nothing left to do but to get your thoughts oh. on, um, on 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 Zootopia or Tropolis or whatever. So where where can we hear their thoughts? Well, you or know, where can they let us know. There's a few places. You know, if they want to tell us if they ship Judy and Nick. Um, they can uh, drop us a DM <laughs> on LTA.podcast or vote on our polls where we say um, if they're the best Disney couple so far. Um, where else could they contact us, Elliot? Well, they could tell us that they're not really a couple because, you know, that's that's inter-animal. That's not, that's not the right Intra-species. <laughs> inter-animal. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> inter-animal. Um, but they can, if they don't want us to know their opinions, then they can go to, uh, they can email us at let's talk about 2022 at com. Cool. Yeah. All right. But at the end of the day, if, you know... If you're annoyed that you can't tell us in person, well, all I can say is let it go. Oh, I thought you were going to say try everything. Oh, you could do that as well. Yeah.